Hello there, I'm Justin, and welcome to today's episode of The Pickup Line. As we continue our week-long celebration of the Final Fantasy game series uh, due to the recent release of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, I thought it would be a fun thing to do today on The Pickup Line to focus on one of the most important parts of the entire Final Fantasy uh, franchise, the music. And so on today's episode, I'm going to be taking you through a Kotaku article, breaking down some of the best uh, music tracks in Final Fantasy, and then I'll give you some of my top picks towards the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get into it. So I would like to begin today with an article by Jason Schreier, a famous uh, Kotaku games journalist. Um, This article was featured in Kotaku on March 21st, 2014, about six years ago. Um, And this is Jason Schreier's breakdown and top picks for some of his favorite tracks in the Final Fantasy music series. And I chose this article to talk about today because I, I really like Kotaku and I uh, respect that, that outfit very much for, for what they do. They have a great games podcast. Um, they have a lot of really great journalists there, and so I thought that I, I assumed that some of my top picks for the music would overlap with some of the top picks on this list. So I thought it would be a good place for us to start. Um, and uh, Jason Schreier writes: Over the past couple of decades, Final Fantasy has done many things very well: stories, characters, art direction, chocobos, all that jazz. But one thing has always made Final Fantasy stand out among its peers: the music. Most of the credit for that music goes to Nobuo Uematsu, the tremendously talented composer responsible for the beeps and bloops behind Square Enix's ubiquitous RPG series. Uematsu turns 55 today, and and reminder, this was uh, March 21st, 2014. And on this very special edition of Random Encounters, we're celebrating all he's done for RPGs by posting a bunch of his finest work. Below are some of the best tracks in Final Fantasy presented in no particular order. Um, so the first piece that Jason Schreier mentions here is, the, of course, the Final Fantasy prelude. Um, the, the little trill on the harp that is so iconic with this series. Um, something that, as soon as you hear it, uh, reminds you and takes you away to this fantasy world that you want to stay in uh, for a long time. find it fun when um, this little harp trill, this little ascending and then descending notes is um, incorporated into some of the other music and almost unexpectedly like you'll be listening to a track and then in the middle of it you'll hear this little this little noise and you'll you'll this little musical note and you'll think oh that's it's definitely it's Final Fantasy so that's really cool. Um, Final Fantasy 7, Eris's theme 
of course, a piece of music to accompany some of the most emotionally uh, impactful moments in that game, um, and one of the most uh, tra traditional iconic characters in all of Final Fantasy, uh, Aerith, or Eris, originally named Eris in the Western release of Final Fantasy VII on PS1, but the actual name in the Japanese version is Aerith. From Final Fantasy IV, uh, this next track is called uh, Troyan Beauty, and... I'll have to give give this one a re-listen. Final Fantasy IV is probably one of my least familiar games in the series. Um, it's one of the games that, uh, you know, they never really brought it to the West until much later, and they re released, like, a, a newer version of it on the 3DS, which I played a little bit of but never finished. Um, so I'll have to check that one out for sure. Um, he mentions Final Fantasy IV's uh, boss battle music. Um, the epitaph sound in Final Fantasy... song in Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy IX's Crossing Those Hills... Um, the Battle with Gilgamesh song from Final Fantasy V. Uh, the Opera House scene, of course, from Final Fantasy VI is is very, very classic. Um, the the Sid's theme from Seven, where you're flying around in the airship, is also amazing. And so uh, that, th that's a good list. And I'll put some clips from those sounds, those songs here in the podcast episode as we go through. Um, but yeah, Nobuo Uematsu, you know, without him, I don't think Final Fantasy would ever kind of be what it what it really is. Um, the music is so iconic and, and beautiful that he created for the game, and nowhere do I see this uh, more strongly distilled out than in Final Fantasy XI. The music in XI is so amazing, um, and Nobuo Uematsu is responsible for so much of it, and that's where a lot of my top tracks are going to come from. But before I get into that, I also wanted to mention um, an article... Uh, from Inverse, um, the most memorable tracks in the history of Final Fantasy. Um, the Prelude, of course, is the first one mentioned here. Nothing will grab your attention quite like the chiming of the arpeggio and Prelude. As the strings swoop in, the feelings of nostalgia build in a real way. Prelude represents everything that Final Fantasy is distilled into musical form. Um, from Final Fantasy VIII, Don't Be Afraid, the driving staccato of the bass and the blaring trumpets make this a fitting battle theme. Every encounter felt like it could be a thrilling battle thanks to this background track alone. Um... From Final Fantasy IX, Immortal Melody and or Kuja's theme, the ominous organ that fades away to that shuddering, unforgettable bass is chill-inducing. When the violins playing in eerie D minor take up the melody of Kuja's theme, you're wholly, thoroughly creeped out. It absolutely ranks as one of the finest villain themes in Final Fantasy. Um, so glad to see Final Fantasy XI get a mention on this list from Inverse. Uh, Ronfro, Final Fantasy XI. The Final Fantasy XI was Nobuo Uematsu's departure from the series until Final Fantasy XIV came around. His memorable sounds reverberate throughout the game's excellent soundtrack, but Ronfro is certainly one of the most iconic, so much so that it's featured in Distant Worlds concerts. It's a more subdued tune with medieval drums and woodwinds that are relaxing but still instill the spirit of adventure in the listener. not agree more that tune is amazing um 
Aerith's theme from Final Fantasy VII, one of the most iconic tunes in the series as a whole. The first few notes of Aerith's theme alone bring on all the bittersweet fails. Its beautiful piano melody giving way to soaring strings is a poignant reminder that there's still beauty in the world despite all of the chaos and corruption. Uh, to Xanarkand from Final Fantasy X, uh, I can actually like hum that tune in my head. It's like the song that's playing, I believe, in the title screen of Final Fantasy X, that little iconic sound. Uh, beautiful piece of music and perfect for that game. Uh, to Xanarkin is a fitting theme for Final Fantasy X. For all the game's vibrancy and its rich world, it's a keen reminder of the great sacrifice required to maintain a hold on peace, which is so transient here. Aria de Mezzo Caratere from Final Fantasy VI. This track accompanies Final Fantasy VI's famous opera house scene. Despite the dated graphics and odd MIDI voices, the song holds up as one of the most moving, and if you're still not convinced, try out the version from Distant Worlds. The song is bittersweet as notes diminish unexpectedly within the soaring refrain, tugging at your heartstrings in a very real way. The part of the game is made even more poignant knowing what comes next. It's a moment of brevity just before the world ends and you're torn from friends and loved ones. From Final Fantasy IX, You Are Not Alone, with its 80s Phil Collins drums and glam rock riffs, You Are Not Alone encapsulates one of Final Fantasy IX's most definitive moments. Its heavily Japanese-inspired motifs give it an original flair, ensuring what could have been a giant cheese fest instead became a fan favorite in the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack. The Genova music from Final Fantasy VII is on this list. Uh, Genova is the archetypal boss music. When you think about fighting a tough enemy in Final Fantasy, this is the theme that comes to mind. Twinkly midi tones with a driving bass sound like an odd mix, but it adds a spooky supernatural feel to the song that makes it stand out from other battle themes. And this list goes on to list a lot of other really good tracks. Um, and I'll put a link to this in the, in the notes and you can check it out. Um, so that was a few other folks' opinions about some of their favorite tracks from Final Fantasy games. I would like to take a moment now in the next part of the podcast to talk a little bit about some of my favorite tunes from Final Fantasy XI. So first up, um, 
there's a few standouts when I, whenever I just in my brain think about music from Final Fantasy XI. One of the first things that comes to mind for me is the music from Luface Meadows. Luface Meadows is an area that you eventually arrive at after a, a few hours spent getting through the initial moments and storyline beats and a really difficult dungeon and boss battle in the Chains of Promethea expansion for Final Fantasy XI. Up until this point, this expansion is extremely dark. Um, you are presented with this story about the end of the world. You are presented a story about a group of people who fled a continent called Tavnazia. Um, and it's actually what you see in the opening cutscene of the game. They flee an orc invasion. They flee these monsters coming into their home. They've just barely managed to escape, and they're forced to find refuse. Uh, refuse. Refuse. They're forced to find um, re refuge. Refuge in the Tavnazian safe hold, a sort of uh, underground bunker tower thing. Um, and so you're making your way through this storyline, and you get to a place called Promivion, and this is just a very nightmarish, dark place, devoid of light. Um, and the music there is very somber and nightmarish and dreamlike, and I love that music as well. But having spent, you spend a lot of time in there, grinding through enemies and bosses and doing a lot of stuff. When you finally get through that, uh, you sort of get knocked out and transported away and you wake up and you open your eyes and you're staring at a cerulean sky above you with wispy white clouds passing by um, in this beautiful open expanse of green fields and this music comes up uh, that is just the most uh, soul-stirring kind of optimistic eyes on the horizon let's have an adventure kind of sound to it. And I just love that moment. I will never forget that moment. I, I think I was up at like three o'clock in the morning trying to beat Chains of Promethea, trying to get through Promivion, trying to get to LaFace Meadows. And I finally did this and it was a huge deal for me back then, like accomplishing this goal, waking up in LaFace Meadows, hearing that music for the first time and just being like, this game has just opened up in a way that I'm so excited about. So perhaps the number one thing on my list of Final Fantasy XI would be LaFace Meadows. It's, it's just a classic for me. Next up is a zone music that um, has been remastered and reworked, and, and often you hear an electric guitar on this one, and it's really it's just a great sort of like um, pan flute based kind of track that 
is just, it, I don't know, it just gets me every time. It's the Sanctuary of Zeta. Um, this is a zone that you get to around the, the, the 60s or so when you're leveling in Final Fantasy XI, and um, it's this kind of like hidden forest almost with these really tall trees that have this really beautiful canopy and there's these sort of strange crystals growing out of the ground and uh, kind of fissures, uh, cracks in the earth where you can kind of clamber over them through these tree vines um, and all of this leads you to this amazing uh, dungeon zone called the Biota Tree uh, and it's just this, very, it's this foresty place that's very mysterious and that mystery is only enhanced by the gorgeous uh, track that plays in the background in the Sanctuary of Zeta. It's got this amazing sort of ethereal pan flute sound um, that kind of just wisps through your mind as you as you traverse this area. Um, I always enjoyed leveling in here. Uh, listening to the music was amazing, and and this track has has been redone and remastered and reworked by a lot of different people, uh, and I love it every time I hear it. It's just it's just one of those it's just one of those tracks that uh, whenever I hear it, I, I think of Final Fantasy XI. So amazing work, uh, the Sanctuary of Zeta. Check this out. So one of my favorite uh, off-the-beaten-path tracks in Final Fantasy XI only comes around once a year. Uh, every uh, December or so, Final Fantasy kind of has a holiday festival. They have like a holiday event in the game, and they change up the music uh, in the central hub city of Juno to this really amazing sort of starlight festival version of the Juno theme. And it starts off with this really funny like bass line. It's like this like bouncy bass line, like boom, 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 boom. And it's great. And then you get these like uh, bell chimes, and it's this very lighthearted, fun um, music that just that just I don't know. It makes me gives me all the feels that time of year. And a funny story about this um, recently, uh, maybe last year or so, I had never defeated, uh, I've never actually beaten the zone boss for. Um, some of the Dynamis uh, areas, the nightmare versions of Dynamis. And so I went into Tabnazi and uh, Dynamis Tabnazia to, to get the win out of there, re, you know, last year or so. And we went through the zone and we popped Diablos, who's the boss. And lo and behold, the battle music that plays when you spawn Diablos in the Tabnazian Dynamis is the Juno Starlight Festival track. I was, and, and it just made me laugh so hard because I was so enamored to hear this song uh, in the game, not during the holiday times. Uh, in this most random of places, in this nightmare zone, and I'm kind of like, but it's great because it has this kind of dreamlike quality to it. Um, so I love the Juno Starlight Festival track. It's one of my favorites in the game for sure, and uh, I, I look forward to it every year.
a little opposite to the judo music is uh, the BCNM battle music. Uh, I can't tell you how many years I suffered through anxiety, panic attacks, every time I would hear this music come up. Uh, whether it was going to fight the celestial avatars on my level 20 summoner for the very first time, or going to do a BCNM fight in Gelsba Outpost, uh, or whatever it was, any of these boss fights, the music with that screeching, almost siren-y sound at the beginning, it, it just freaks me out every time, and it gets my heart racing, which is a good thing, um, but the, 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 the BCNM, like, intense battle music always kind of, like, got me all on the edge of my seat, you know, like, oh, well, all right, let's go, we gotta do this. Uh, it always made me a little extra nervous, and I think that's a great thing when music can, in fact, in, impact your emotional state in that way, um, is pretty, is an amazing thing, um, so... Uh, not to make anyone feel anxious, but here's the uh, here's the, the intense BCNM battle music. And the last bit here I just want to mention is sort of a lot of the music from Chains of Promethea was just really impactful for me. It's some of my most favorite memories of the game and some of my favorite times playing it. Um, specifically the, the second ode, Distant Promises, it has this amazing little riff in there that's like... Um, that little riff finds its way throughout the entirety of Chains of Promethea and I just love it. It's, it's done on electric guitar sometimes and different musical instruments and it's just an amazing little, little riff that I love. Um, the music of, of, of the area known as C or I'll tell you, um, it, it, that, that moment getting there was even more like crazy than the moment I mentioned earlier when I got to Luffy's Meadows. So like, and hearing the, the really unusual music there was so cool. Um, so much of the music of that, of Final Fantasy XI that I love comes from Chains of Promethea. Um, all the expansions have their own flavor and their own flair and the, the music is, is amazing in all of them, but Chains of Promethea really kind of did it for me. There's so many great tracks, um. So I just wanted to kind of mention that expansion, at, generally speaking, just as a great, great music. All, all of the Final Fantasy soundtracks are available on Spotify and Apple Music, so check them out. If you want to go listen to this stuff yourself, um, I would recommend the Chains of Promethea tracks from Final Fantasy XI, um, but check them all out. They're all great. And thank you so much for listening today. If you have some favorite musical tunes from Final Fantasy XI or any other Final Fantasy game, please call into the podcast, leave me a message, or send me a tweet. I would love to hear your thoughts about Final Fantasy music. And thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Pickup Line. I will see you next time.
so I, upon initial recording of this episode, left out um, a song that is probably one that's closest to my heart and I, one that I couldn't neglect to add. So I'm here I am uh, with a little addendum to this episode um, as I'm sitting at my computer putting it all together. Um, how could I possibly forget Tara's theme from Final Fantasy VI slash um, It's a song that plays... Uh, in that game, uh, the opening moments as you're, as you're traipsing through the snow in the Magitek armor. And, uh, it's a gorgeous piece of music. My brother and I love that one. His band covered it in sort of a, a heavy metal kind of version of it as well. So, um, that one is really near and dear to my heart. And I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, let this episode go without including that one here at the very end. So take a listen, enjoy a uh, terrorist theme. See you next time on the pickup line. Thank you. 